My name's Katie. I'm Sam. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Two Ghouls Podcast. There is no way that I'm that drunk. That I'm so scared. Like, and I'm really high. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, just stop moving the fucking flashlight! <laughs> and die. That's how you would die. Definitely worse ways, though. But they only want to shove you if you give them permission. And his rib cage was protruding from his skin. Oh my god. I'm like, hey, bring it in, brother. <laughs> that little sucker sunk his fangs right into my tan here. Like, meow, meow, but. Hi. Oh, you're muted. And every time you I come scared in, me. Just cheery. I come in with such a cheery. Wait, you have your bat up in the background. I do. My little. Oh wait, so hold on. I'm gonna cute. have to go close my closet. I didn't realize oh, okay. that it was open. Whoa! I just shook everything. Someone's gonna come peeking out. <laughs> Listen, bitch. I'm not taking any chances. Also, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't go ahead. <laughs> I have pajama pants on. It. Don't judge me. Oh, did you see that? Oh, I did you see that? Somebody in the comments, let me know if you saw Shut that. The fuck up. No, there was I a didn't. fucking orb that Stop. just went right in front of my face. Stop it. Stop. I swear to God. Stop. Go back and watch. No, I don't want to believe it. Go back and watch. Fuck <laughs> me in the ass. I hate it when shit goes on at Sam's house because it's always, it's never ending. It just always continues. Whenever we're over there and we're all hanging out, I'm going to wait Ooh. for her to put her headphones back on for this one. Whenever we go over to Sam's and we all hang out, I was telling them whenever we're at your house, we're always hearing shit. People are walking up and down the stairs. There's someone stomping upstairs. Uh, someone's coming, <laughs> or Joey heard banging on the door, which could have been the baby slamming their knee or their leg on the wall when they're trying to go to sleep. Yeah. But still, I don't know. There's weird shit going on no matter what. Always. 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 <laughs> you just get used to it after a while. <laughs> you do. Yeah. You do. Point. Oh, there's the ghost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my dad told me he was like uh it was when we were working on like cleaning the house out yeah right before we moved it moved in um sorry i gotta turn my volume up uh right before we moved in he kept hearing like stomping and footsteps upstairs and so he kept coming upstairs what in the basement mean? and then Ew. finally he was just like uh, well there's nobody here i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop going up there so I'm, he would hear stomping and shit, and he I can't. Like, eh, there's, I, there's your dad there. is too nonchalant about that too. I bet he was kind of like, hmm, "Oh well," and I would have been like, "Ah!" like screaming and freaking out, and like, "Who's in my house?" Right we now? did, we did. What was it? One time, the boys went out to go do something, and I was sitting there eating a salad at the kitchen table, and Katie was on the couch, and she was just yep. freaking. She was like, "Do you hear that? Do you hear that?" And I was like, "Tell me, you hear yes. this stomping?" Yes. Every time. And I don't know. Anyway. And the boys are so like, whatever about it. I'm like, no, that's the scariest shit I've ever in my life. Anyway, I digress. Your house is fucking scary. I'm sorry. I can't okay. help it. I forgive you. <laughs> I love you and your haunted house. That's my that's thanks. My I love you too. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm uh, going to do trigger warnings. But tonight, the highlights are literally someone fucked their dolphin. And their dolphin, <laughs> her own dolphin that she was training. She was like, oh, I love this dolphin and fucked it 
What's wrong with you? What's going on? Who said that you could train that dolphin, you nasty bitch? And then Sam has some good Reddit stories. What are some of your highlights? I'm pre- oh, did you see that? Whoa, I just splashed my whole armpit at you. Oh, I thought you were going to say your whole boob like fell out. I almost, my under boob is hanging out too, yeesh. I got to look at the uh, our text messages to see what I said. Oh, I was almost kidnapped by a murderer. Oh, yes. And what really scary story uh, really happened in your life or to the people that you know? Perfect. Guys, tonight's going to be spicy, you know, more than usual. And we're just going to have a nice conversation. I'm excited to get into this. But before we do, if descriptive, supposedly true stories centering around gory, real life topics, paranormal encounters and or anything surrounding extremely descriptive, true narratives involving terror, murders, sexual interactions, mental health, anything violent or potentially cool in nature is potentially triggering for you, then this podcast, Two Goals, is not for you. And you have been warned. Do you want to show them our merch? And then I'll tell you guys a couple of notes here and then we'll get right into the content. Yes. Um, so for those of you who are new here and may- maybe didn't hear the last couple of episodes because I've been trying to roll it out more. I keep forgetting. Forgive me. But Did at the very the- bottom. Oh, shit. Whoops. oh, I'm sorry. Let me go ahead and share your screen before I forget. There we go. Sam's <laughs> Sam's gonna Sorry. take Tokyo Ghoul. We can, I have the- these really long at wait, what the fuck? Hold on. I got these really long ass nails that I can't type with. So. Oh, I Sorry. forgot. Yeah, Sam kind of she has a hard time typing right now because she's got her bad bitch nails on. Yeah. Yeah, go up to the you guys go up to the right hand corner. You already know. And then take a look at what we got in the shop. Um, I was doing a promo code. I usually do promo code live stream and that gets you 10% off, I want to say. Uh, but yeah, here's the freak show collection, the sexy, sexy freak show. You should love it. And then we got the regular two ghouls because David asked one day, he was like, y'all have a lot of like cool collections, but you don't just have regular two ghouls. Like a, and I was like, like yeah, one. yeah. And like, we, we were like, like we were regular. like, hold up, hold up. We got you five minutes. <laughs> Ooh, pink, beautiful. We love it. Yes. We love it. And it's super. It, y'all may think that you know the inside of this hoodie just based off of no. how many hoodies you have. This it's a blanket. In, it's a blanket. It's, it's like a so nice, soft blanket. It's so nice. And the tank tops are super cool. Um, the mugs are cute as fuck. I actually got the bite me last week, and I think. So I have I have all of the I have all of the two ghouls mugs, the vintage one and the bite me one. I feel very blessed. Noise. Blessed and lucky um oh like i was saying so if you scroll down to the very bottom of our description you will see something with a red alert next to it and it says become a ghoul friend sorry if i'm under boobs um flashing you tonight i'm so sorry should have put a bra on i should have how (laughs) dare i such a (laughs) we literally never wear bras on this podcast i'm sorry um so go to the end go to the end of the description and there you will see an alarm emoji and it'll tell you become a ghoul friend click on that link and figure out how you can support the podcast um you can do it i think for as little as 99 cents a month what what i last checked it as um we have a gaming channel forgot to tell you all about that the last couple of episodes and y'all actually voted in our last spotify thing i forgot to tell you they want long episodes so I was like, okay, maybe we can push a couple, maybe 10, 20 minutes further. But yeah, it, yeah this is kind of like a squeezed in thing. It's a, 
It's a, when we, when I have we, a lot of content today and I would love to get through all of it. Cause I'm yes, not. yes, please. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can, I, we're going to try to, and you know, yeah. we want to do longer episodes for you, but like I was saying, it's, we kind of schedule this. We have four kids between us. We have so. four children, girls, mind you. Yeah. It's a so. lot. Like we have a lot going on. So we're going to try to do a little bit longer content, but yeah. I want oh, you and to also, Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, um, I, I will start, but, um, I just want to say we're not going to be here next week. Yes. So next Wednesday, we are not going to be here. We're going to be on vacation. I mean, as far as I know, Katie, did you get the dog thing figured out? I know. Did you get it figured out? I Katie! Joey. Joey's still going to figure it out. Bitch, you're making I'm, me anxious. Lost. I know, dude. If we have to sneak the dogs in there, I swear to God. My dad will not let that happen. No. He literally had to sign something. Like literally, oh, like three God. days ago, he had to Ooh, sign something. For those who are like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, like it's happening. It's gonna happen. I don't know how, but I'm gonna watch dog, and I'm kind of like, oh, oh, that's kind of throwing a monkey wrench in the middle of things. Yep. But we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Listen, bitch, she's got me anxious as hell. Because listen, crossed. if I have to tell River that y'all aren't coming, she is going to have I'm a so And I'm going to be so upset. We've been planning on this vacation since January, like the beginning yeah. of the year. Oh my it's God. It's been a long time. It's really been a while. So we can you better figure it out, bitch. I'm going to try. Should, there's like apps or something for like dog sitters or whatever. Yeah, maybe someone can come by like once or twice a day. Mm. Eh, it's anyway. anyway sorry that's a, it took a turn we're not going to be here on when next wednesday nope. we will still be here for mug monday we have mug monday pre-recorded and fingers crossed also <laughs> we can uh record a mug monday or two while we're gone and have the boys included hopefully including <laughs> danny who's yes. never on the podcast because he's the most always... episode known to man on the two Girls podcast. <laughs> it's because he's always watching the three kids yeah. the one episode that he was on my mom was watching the kids oh yeah, so that's right yeah. all those all those many many moons ago uh, <laughs> yeah. shout out to kasima <laughs> I want to hear what you got. All right, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start at the top of my list and work my way. Let's see. Your little purple thing shows up. (laughs) Okay, so this is from Ask Reddit, and this is just a thread that I figured that we could read a couple of things from. And it says, "What really scary horror story really happened in your life, or to the people that you know?" Top comment. My closet door flew open one night during a thunderstorm directly across from my bed. I was 12 years old and the leap slash bolt I made from my bed was probably pretty impressive. Pretty sure there's sirens outside. Hopefully you can't hear them. I I couldn't sleep in my room for about two weeks after that happened. The reason it even happened in the first place is because I had discovered a small compartment through my closet to a secret room next to mine. Basically just an unfinished attic type space with only wood beams and fiberglass. Again, through a weird small entryway in my closet. I didn't close the latch properly and that panel banged up against and pushed open my closet door during a massive thunderstorm. So there was a reason for it, but still, bitch. Oh my God. Woo! In that situation, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to spaz out. I'm going to freak. Oh wait, I can't say spaz anymore. 
Oh, is that a bad word? Oh, yeah, that's right. Slur. Lizzo said, and I was like, I'm sorry. Don't say slur like you're being sarcastic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently, it's a slur. Is it a slur, though? I'm trying to be politically correct. I mean, I think Guys. so. I know I know about it from Lizzo, too, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I take Let's it see. back. <laughs> Many years ago, pre-cell phone, a friend of mine got a call from the police. Lock your doors. Hide. We're on our way over. Her angry ex had hired someone to break into her house, make it look like a burglary gone wrong, and kill her. For a bizarre coincidence with equally bizarre timing, someone arrested for another unrelated drug charge offered a, quote, bigger fish if they let him walk. The bigger fish was that his buddy had been hired to kill my friend. By the time that they validated the story and identified the people, they were able to determine that the hired killer was likely already on the way to her house. Oh, my God. In the few minutes between the phone call and the police arriving, he had started breaking into the house. A long, long sequence of perfectly timed, unlikely events that was the only thing that stood between her and certain death. Holy shit. Is that not scary? Oh my God. Oh, one time? That reminds me of something. One time at band camp? (laughs) One time when I went to the largest Christian university in the world? Jesus. My new saying. (laughs) One time at band camp? No, it's one time at LU. I was was leaving (laughs) class and I went out to where I park. Am I going in and out, by the way? Because my Wi Fi is telling me I'm on two. Okay. No. Hopefully I don't. Stop me if I do. But one time I was going out to the parking lot where I illegally parked. But still, I'm a student there. I paid thousands of dollars in student fees or whatever. I, I should walk wherever I want. And I was late for class. I come out. I had enjoyed myself at lunch. I got a pizza at the cafeteria. I got a large soda. I was walking back. Like, I was in no rush. What happens when I show up to my car, but someone is sitting there signing away my freaking license plate and everything? They were like, you know what? You're a bad Christian for parking here. I see that you don't have the tag that you need to park here. I was like, did you just call me a bad Christian? Cause I parked somewhere close to my class. Also when I was leaving, guess who was passing me on the way out? Beeline towing. They were in the roundabout ready to come get my car. If I didn't show up, they were going to tow me. I was oh, like, shit. No, I was taking my time at the rot. Like I was taking my time. I, I got my pizza. I got my bar. soda. Oh my God. I was chilling. And then I left crying. Cause I was like, I really am a bad Christian. Like these people pay. What so a much fucked money. up thing to say to somebody over a parking spot. <laughs> that guy was like the worst. It, it, yeah, and you know me, I'm so sensitive. Especially back then, I was like so. I was just a tender little baby. I can just imagine how hysterical you were over that. But yeah, seeing that shit, being like, "Oh, it was on the way. You were doomed. Like it was coming <laughs> if you didn't have that perfect sequence of events." So I get that. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what else is on here. I didn't read through any of it. I like skimmed through yeah, yeah, yeah. some of I them do. and I was like, Ooh. Yeah, I did. Let's see. Used to hang out in a field near some forest when I was younger. One time it was about midnight. One of my friends had recently had some love triangle type trouble and the other guy involved wanted to fight him quite bad. Oh, Lord. Somehow he found out where my friend liked to hang out and rounded up about 10 of his friends to come find him. And I'm guessing beat the shit out of him. I unfortunately happened to be there too. We saw about four cars park up the road near the field and about 10 guys get out. 
I'm guessing they saw one of our phone lights because next thing we know, they shine what I can only describe as an industrial flashlight towards us. We just hear, he is right fucking there. So we ran into the fort 12 at night in the pitch black and it started to pour with rain. For an hour, we hid in bushes and crept around the forest, avoiding them as light from their torches shone through the trees. At times, they'd walk right past us, but not able to see us because we were face down in the bushes and in the mud. I was the victim of a manhunt, and it was terrifying. Got home at about 2 a.m., soaked and covered in mud. They never caught us, though, all over a love triangle that I wasn't even involved in. Oh, my God. Worst nightmare. Oh, okay. This will be the last one that I share from this thread. In high school, one of our classes went to a funeral home. While listening to the guy talk about the cremation machine, this girl in the class turns to me, points at the machine, then to me, and says, that's going to be you. She was mean for no reason. I never talked to her ever before or after that. A year later, she died in a house fire. Uh, uh, And then what was left was fully cremated in that same machine. Oh, bitch. Don't fucking tell me I'm the one that's going to go in the cremation box when you know your ass is going to be there in one year. Give it a year. Give it a year. Karma in a nutshell. That's so fucking funny. Jesus Christ. Not funny, but funny. You know what I mean? same time i would literally say that to you i'd be like that's you <laughs> that's gonna be you i mean it would be that's what i want so eventually. and i would laugh and i'd be like ha ha yeah because i want to die already <laughs> like we would just fucking pee ourselves literally. laughing literally like, bitch i hope so <laughs> uh, will you be the one to slam the door <laughs> i'll do the honors <laughs> i'll do the honors <laughs> anyway so you want me to do another one or you want to do one jesus yeah, Christ. yeah. tell me on. about this dolphin so I was scrolling down on TikTok like I do, and I did a lot this week. I have a lot of TikToks that I want you to show them. Okay. But I found this article off of a TikTok, and I'm going to show it to you. If you could click on the second link that I have bullet pointed, and you should be able to see a TikTok. And I, I labeled it trainer and dolphin emoji. Let's see. I also got another crazy story out of Louisiana. Oh, okay. Y'all are going to flip your lid. Oh, what the fuck? No, I don't want to log in. What the fuck? Does it need to be muted or no? Uh, not that I know of. I don't know. I'm not going to take my chance. So, lightly, it says tragic NASA experiment that led to a physical relationship with a researcher and a dolphin. In the 1960s, Margaret Lovett was part of a NASA-funded project to communicate with dolphins. Soon, she was living with Peter 24 hours a day in the Dolphinarium. So I went ahead and looked up an article about this because I was like, uh-uh. Yeah, That's she not fucking awfully, real. I don't want to believe it. awfully happy. I, I can't. It makes me stressed. And the pictures are just too much. They're too close hearing what happened. I don't like it. So I was right. like, okay. A lot of times, and maybe this is just me, but I obviously, I told you I went to SeaWorld Camp for like three years, three summers of my life. And For some reason, it is actually a very common thing for trainers or caretakers to at least jerk off these animals to have them ejaculate and I guess produce these sperm so that they can create other, you know, babies. And it's literally like them taking their hand and 
jerking them off. I swear to God. And there's videos of it. It's like normal practice, what they say. And I'm like, huh? Who said that that was okay? Because I do ever experience this. Huh? Did you ever experience this? Never saw it. But boy, I sure saw it on like videos and shit. People were like, huh? Wait, Spencer says I worked at SeaWorld and I never knew that. Swear to God, if y'all are like gross like me, go on YouTube and look up them trying to uh, have, I believe Tillicum is actually videotaped, the famous whale that killed those three people. But Uh, don't they have like sheaths? Or whatever, like, because I know for like horses and sometimes cows and stuff, like they have like a. Sh- it's basically the last like I a- saw, they had a bucket. <laughs> it's like a fl- a flashlight thing, <laughs> but it collects the semen, and so Ew. they just have to like hold the hold. I'm the so sh- right now. Can you imagine that? Literally, you know what I'm talking me? about. <laughs> No, I don't want to know. It's either. literally <laughs> like a flashlight for a horse. Oh my! And the, do they have I mean? to like yank it back and forth? No, no, no. They the just job? they just hold it. They just hold. It's like they just hold it, and the horse does it. So, like with like the purebred horses that they use yes. for like, the derbies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They'll collect semen to try and get like another horse or whatever from yes. it. Yes. And heard so, that. Yeah, they have like it's like a flashlight for horses. Why? Oh, why are you jerking off like a fucking? Whose idea? Let the horses do their thing. Like, just put well, I think the concern is that a lot of times the the males will hurt the, oh, the, yeah. ma- really the mayor, 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 <laughs> mayor, going to mayor. But <laughs> apparently, it's very common to jerk off animals. Had no idea. It, that like, doesn't yeah. sound common to me. I don't want it to be said that I'm a kink shamer, but do not. It's do animals. Not. Don't leave the animals alone. It's bestiality. It's wrong. And I'm That's all cool. about exploring your sexuality, having a good time. But those sure. animals did not consent to that, you nasty little freak, even though they you can't. think they did. Well, he, he's so friendly with me. Well, well, we just have such a good connection. No. Go connect your dick to your partner. Don't put it anywhere near my animal. You know what I'm saying? Ew, that's fucking weird. NBC News, which I don't know how uh, (laughs) reputable they are, but that was the first one that popped up underneath of another one from the the Archer or something. This matter remains... Oh, wait a minute. I'm reading the Arby's one, not this one. Arby's! I'm reading the... (laughs) I can't even tell you yet. I'm trying to keep some of my content a secret for you because I want to to see your general, like, genuine reaction. This is titled The Dolphin Who Loved Me. Like most children, Margaret Howell Lavat grew up with stories of talking animals. There was this book that my mother gave me called Miss Kelly. She remembers it with a twinkle in her eye. It was a story about a cat who could talk and understand humans. And it just stuck with me that maybe there is a possibility. I'm assuming she found some common ground with this lady. And she was like, I'm going to do the same thing. Unlike most children, Lavat didn't leave these tales of talking animals behind her. She grew up. In her early 20s, living on the Caribbean island of St. Thomas, they took on a new significance. During uh, Christmas of 1963, her brother-in-law mentioned a secret laboratory at the east end of the island where they were working with dolphins. So she goes, she decides to take a a visit and she goes, I was curious. Lavat recalls, 
I drove there down a muddy hill and at the bottom of a cliff was a big white building. Lavat was met by a tall man with tousled hair wearing an open shirt and smoking a cigarette. His name was Gregory Bateson, a great intellectual of the 20th century and the director of the Dolphin Lab. Why did you come here? Well, I heard you had dolphins and I thought I'd come and see if there was anything I could do or any way that I could help. You know what I mean? I don't think she intended for it to turn into what it did, but you know. Where's Joey with his, I can't (laughs) wink like Joey has got to get him to do that. Help. You mean sexually assault my dolphin? (laughs) Apparently there were three dolphins, remembers Lavat, Peter, Pamela, and Sissy. Sissy was the biggest. Pushy, loud. She sort of ran the show. Pamela was very shy and fearful. Okay, and get this. Peter was a young guy. He was sexually coming of age and a bit naughty. So he was also a minor. Oh, he was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was a minor okay so there's already red flag number one red flag animal he's an animal number three, he's, a minor. He's, a, he's a minor again and number four he's an animal <laughs> y'all who said this was okay anyway she was like he was asking for it that's basically what she's saying bitch he okay, was reading. coming of age and a bit naughty quote The lab's upper floors overhung a sea pool that housed the animals. It was cleaned by the tide through openings at each Uh. end. The facility had been designed to bring humans and dolphins into closer proximity. Lily had been interested in connecting with, uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Don Lily. Here, Lily hoped to commune with the creatures. Can you see me? My thing just went off. Yeah. Uh, Nurturing their ability to make human-like sounds through their blowholes, which I've seen before. It's wild. We used to go like (laughs) this on the water. They would, these trainers would be like, pretend like you're playing piano on top of the water. And the dolphins would go, and it would sound like piano. It was weird. Anyway, they're cool. The dolphins are awesome. but They're really smart. They're They're like scared nose is bleeding but it's i thought it was but it's just running sorry no you're fine i'm actually kind of skimming through because i don't want to have to read all of this let's see wow it's amazing what dolphins can do uh she was amazed wow big brain so cool at every opportunity in the years that followed john Lilly, the doctor and his first wife mary would charter sailboats and cruise the caribbean looking for big brain marine animals to survive to observe it was on just such a trip in the late 1950s that Lily's came across Marine Studios in Miami, the first place to keep the bottlenose dolphin in captivity, which is a big deal. Let's see. I'm going to skip this. Here for the first time, Lily had the chance to study the brains of live dolphins, mapping their cerebral cortex using fine probes. That sounds invasive, which he'd first developed for his work on the brains of rheus monkeys. Huh? What's Do that? The lobotomy is on animals. Oh! What is wrong with this lab? Who who the hell is running this place? NASA, apparently. That's what it says. Oh, bitch. Unable to sedate the dolphins as they stopped breathing under anesthetic, the brain mapping work wasn't easy for animals or scientists. And the research didn't always end well for the marine mammals. But on one occasion in 1957, the research would take a different course, which would change his and Mary's lives forever. Jesus Christ. I don't I don't want to. I feel like I'm about to read something so disturbing. I can't. Alice has a I, reply in her tone. Let's see here. Um, I'm skipping down. I'm holding my boob in comfort because this is so nerve-wracking. I do that when I'm scared. I'm I'm literally holding my boob because I'm scared right now. Oh, Lord. Okay, so a few months later after they're doing all of these 
lobotomies, I suppose, on these poor dolphins. A few months later, in early 1964, Levat, our homegirl, arrived. Through her naturally empathetic nature, she quickly connected with the three animals, the three dolphins, and eager to embrace John Lilly's vision for building an interspecies communication bridge. She threw herself into his work, spending as much time as possible with the dolphins and carrying out a program of daily lessons to encourage them to make human-like sounds. While the lab's director, Gregory Bateson, concentrated on animal-to-animal connection, Lavat was left alone, of course she was, to pursue, pursue Lily's dream to teach the dolphins to speak English, right? Uh-huh. But even at the state-of-the-art facility like the Dolphin House, barriers remained. Every night we would get in our cars and pull the garage door down and drive away, remembers Lavat. And I thought, well, there's this big brain floating around all night in the pool It amazed me that everybody kept leaving and I just thought it was wrong. She was like, I can't leave these dolphins here. That's a problem with me. Levat reasoned that if she could live with a dolphin around the clock, nurturing its interest in making human-like sounds. So serious about making sure he sounds like a human. So she's also codependent on an animal. Yes. Like, I can't leave him alone. I can't. Dresses me out. All right, wait a minute. She goes, nurturing its interest in making human-like sounds, like a mother teaching a child to speak. They'd have Ew, more. You fucked and it. Okay, so you had sex with him, but now you're telling me that you thought he was like your child. Like okay, that's flag number five. Combo number five. <sighs> Levat reason. What happened? My screen just went black. Oh, oh you hear me? Must have, yeah, my screen just went black. It must have fell asleep or something. I, don't oh, know. I think that's what mine did a second ago. Okay, she goes, maybe it was just because I was living so close to the lab at the time. It just seems so simple, though. Why let the water get in the way, she says. So I said to John Lilly, the the scientist, I want to plaster everything and fill this place with water, and I want to live here. The radical nature of her idea appealed to the doctor, and he went for it. So he said, all right, girlfriend, green light. She began completely waterproofing the upper floors of the lab so that she could actually flood the indoor rooms and outdoor balcony with a couple feet of water. This would allow a dolphin to live comfortably in the building with her for three months. Levat selected the young male dolphin that we were talking about, the one that's Uh, a little horny, you know, that little stinker, called Peter for her live-in experiment. I chose to work with Peter because he had not had any human-like sound training that the other two had had. She was like, he was special. He was different, she explains. Levat would attempt to live in isolation with him six days a week, sleeping on a makeshift bed on the elevator platform in the middle of the room, doing her paperwork on a desk suspended from the ceiling and hanging over the water. On the seventh day, Peter the dolphin would return to the sea pool downstairs to spend time with the two female dolphins at the lab, Pamela and Sissy. And there's a picture here where she's like dipping her toes in and feeding him a fish. By the summer of 1965, Lavat's domestic dolphinarium was ready for use. Lying in bed surrounded by water that first night and listening to the pumps gurgling away, she remembers questioning what she was doing. Hmm, good to know she was introspective at this point. Human <laughs> people out there having dinner. They're doing whatever. And here I am. That's what she literally said. There's moonlight reflecting on the water, his fin, and this giant bright eye looking at you. And I thought, wow, why am I here? But then you get back into it. And it never occurred to me not to do it. 
what was I doing there and was trying to find out what Peter was doing there was what we could do together. That was the whole point, And nobody had done that yet. Ew. I'm trying to skip ahead. Oh, my God. But I want to I want to read all these disgusting details. This is very uncomfortable. This is a lot. Like, and I, I have to like admit, this is weird. very weird. That's why I was like, I got to read this on the podcast. I found Spencer, it and I threw up. And then I was like, all right, we're going to talk about this. Spencer said, weird fun fact about dolphins. They're the only mm. mammals who have sex for pleasure and not just reproduction. I knew that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Peter, you need to keep it in. Don't Peter, get control of your Peter. Peter, put your Peter away. (laughs) For love that, though, it was often there wasn't these formal speech lessons that were the most productive. It was just being together, which taught her the most about what made, quote, Peter tick. When we had nothing to do was when we did the most, is what she said. He was a very, very interested in my anatomy. If he, if I was sitting here and my legs were in the water, he would come up and look at the back of my knee for a long time. He wanted to know how that thing worked. And I was so charmed by it. Oh my God. This is so creepy. Bitch, how do you delusional and like deprived do you have to be to be charmed by an animal? I can't. I can understand. Oh my God. He wants by an animal being sexually aroused. Uh uh. Mm mm. Instead, let's see. Oh, he encouraged Levette, the lady, to press on with pe- with teaching Peter English. So she, he, this doctor was like, "Yeah, go ahead. Seems like things keep are going, going well. Keep, going. keep it up. You know, it sounds like he's really, he's really, he's really attending to what you have to say." Mm-hmm. But sure. there was something getting in the way of the left, <laughs> the lessons. <laughs> I'm lessons sure. Get sexual urges, like Spencer said, and the vet Andy Williamson, who looked after the animal's health said, I'm sure Peter had plenty of thoughts along those lines, I'm sure. She said, Peter liked to be with me. He would rub himself on my knee or my foot or my hand. And at first, I would put him downstairs with the girls, she says. But transporting Peter downstairs proved so disruptive to the lessons that instead, she goes, I just decided to have sex with him so that we could move on. What? She said, I allowed that. Oh, here we go. He faced his frequent arousals. It just seemed easier for Lavat to relieve his urges herself manually. She said, I allowed that. She says, I wasn't uncomfortable with it. As long as it wasn't rough, it would just become part of what's going on. Like an itch, just get get rid of it, you know, just scratch that itch and move on. And that's how it seemed to work out. It wasn't private. People would observe. I'm shook right now. For Lavat, it was a precious thing, which was always carried out with great respect, too. Peter was right there, and he knew that I was right there. Yeah, he was right there. (laughs) I don't like this. It wasn't sexual on my part, she says. Oh, okay. Sensuous, perhaps, she says. It seemed to me that it made the bond closer. Not because of the sexual activity, but because of the lack of having to keep breaking, you know, just pump them out and get on with your day. That's what she said. (laughs) And that's really all it was anyway. I was there to get to know Peter. And that was a part of Peter. Yeah, you got to know him real well. (laughs) 
Innocent as they were, Levat's sexual encounters with Peter would ultimately overshadow the whole experiment when a story about them appeared in the Hustler magazine in the late 70s. In Hustler? (laughs) It literally says Hustler. I've never heard of this. I'd never even heard of Hustler, she said. I think that there were two magazine stores on the island at the time, and I went to one and looked, and I found this story with my name and this picture of me and Peter in this drawing. Do you see this? She's being pumped by the dolphin in this picture. And it's under a giant title that says sex play, interspecies sex, humans and dolphins. Wait, hold on. I need some (laughs) clarification because the way that she's talking about it, she makes it sound like she's jerking the dolphin off. Yes. And then she was like, well, he would start to kind of rub up on me. So I just kind of let him as long as it wasn't rough to do his thing. No. Okay. So was she jerking him off or was she allowing penetration? It doesn't. (gasps) Yes. Like, I think she said it started off that way. You know, let me rub one out for you. And then it seemed that he actually just wanted to have sex with her. So she was like, okay, if that means we can get right back to the lesson afterwards, like what in the fucking teacher and student? Aren't like dolphin dicks like really long? Aren't they like ridiculously long? Have you seen a dolphin's penis? No, we cannot show that on the podcast, Katie. (laughs) I was going to show them. I saw the pink flag. (laughs) Did you see it show up on my face? She said, Uh, so she's shocked that she's literally being written about in a sexual magazine. And she's like, huh? It wasn't sexual. It was learning. And it's like, no, honey. No. Mm -mm, mm -mm, This mm -mm. is not normal. No. uh -uh. And stop trying to make it sound like it is because it's not. She said, something else began to interrupt the study that she was doing with him. Lily had been researching the mind altering powers of the drug LSD since the early 1960s. And you drugged it too? Oh, you drugged it oh too? Lord, what's about to go on now? He said the producer of the dolphin movie Flipper had first introduced him to LSD at a party in Hollywood. What does that have to do with dolphins? John and Ivan Tours were really good friends, actually, of the Dolphin Project, an organization that aims to stop dolphin slaughter and exploitation around the world, even though that's what they're doing, you dumb fuck. Ivan was financing some of the work on St. Thomas, the island. I saw John go from a scientist with a white coat to a full-blown hippie. For the actors, Jeff Bridges, who was introduced to Lily by his father Lloyd, Lily's self-experimentation with LSD was just a part of who he was. John Lilly was an above-all explorer of the brain and the mind and all those drugs that expand our consciousness. Okay, I can get behind that, but are you about to tell me that you gave it to the dolphin because I'm about to just fucking leave? Much to Lilly's annoyance, nothing happened. It said, oh, look at this. As a part of this research, the drug was sometimes injected into animals and Lilly had been using it on those three dolphins that we've discussed. since 1964, he's in the 70s at this point curious about the effect that it would have on them much to lily's annoyance nothing happened despite his various attempts to get the dolphins to respond to the drug lsd it didn't seem to have any effect on them different species react to different pharmaceuticals in different ways of course a tranquilizer made for horses might induce a state of excitement in a dog playing with pharmaceuticals is a tricky business to say the least that's what he said what the fuck so casual this is ridiculous this is insane okay so lavat who was fucking the dolphins was like i'm not cool with that don't give them lsd 
Lavad was in favor. Uh, she was in, or was not in favor, and she insisted that the drug was not given to specifically Peter, which Lily agreed to. But it was his lap, and they were his dolphins. She recalls, and as a young woman in her twenties, she felt powerless to stop giving LSD to the other two dolphins. While Lily's experimentation with these drugs, so they're giving all three of these or two of these dolphins. I'm sorry, because you know we protect Peter when we fuck him. You know, whatever. <laughs> this story, I was not expecting it to this go. Is this is ridiculous. Lavat persevered with Peter's vocalization lessons and grew steadily closer to him. That relationship of having to be closer sort of turned into really enjoying being together. <laughs> Yeah, no. And wanting to be together and actually missing him when he Ugh. wasn't here, she reflects. I did have a very close encounter with, I can't even say a dolphin again, with Peter. That's what she said. She said he's not a dolphin. He's you need therapy. You're psycho. You need therapy. You're psycho. I, you're psycho. I can't. I can't. I did. She literally said, I did have a very close encounter with, I can't even say dolphin again. With Peter. That's what she says. I can't. You're going to tell me you made love to an animal? Stop. I don't want to think about That's it. That's what it sounds like she's about to say. <laughs> yes. She's like, he's not a dolphin. He's... We're emotionally connected. <laughs> bitch, why can't you breathe underwater why then? Bitch, not in jail. Why are we not getting like a jail interview right now? She needs to be locked up. This is By autumn, scary. This is disturbing. By autumn of 1966, that's the year my dad was born, Lily's interest in speaking in the dolphin experiment was suddenly dwindling. That's the doctor. It didn't have the zing to it that LSD did at the time, recalls Lavat of Lily's attitude towards her progress with Peter. And in the end, the zing won. Lily's cavalier attitude to the dolphin's welfare would eventually be his downfall, driving away the lab's director, Gregory Bateson, and eventually causing the funding to be cut, just as Lavat, our lady, and Peter's six-month live-in experiment was concluding, it was announced that the lab would be closed. Without funding, the fate of the dolphins was in question. I couldn't even keep Peter, said Lavat wistfully. If he had been a cat or a dog, then maybe, but not a dolphin. Lavette's new job soon became the decommissioning of the lab, and she prepared to ship the dolphins away to Lily's other lab in a disgust bank building in Miami. What? A bank building? It says disused. I'm sorry, I said disgust. Disused bank building in Miami. Okay, that's random. It was a far cry from the relative uh, thing that they were used to here. Let me skip ahead a little bit. Seems like Lily was talking about it. Uh, Margaret could rationalize it when he left. Could Peter? Here's the love of his life. Gone! Oh my god! Okay, so when they're moving the dolphins, come to find out, Peter gets really upset because he's like, where's my lady? Where's my girl? Right? This is when the dolphin uh. gets a little bit emotional. Oh, it gets crazier. I wasn't terribly unhappy about it, explains Lavat 50 years on. I was more unhappy about him being in those conditions, you know. Being away from him wasn't so bad than not being at all. Nobody was going to bother Peter. He wasn't going to be hurt. He wasn't going to be unhappy. He was just gone, and that was okay. Odd, but that's how it was. In the decades which followed, John Lilly continued to study dolphin-human communications, exploring other ways of trying to talk to them, uh, and some more bizarre, mystical, employing telepathy, and some of it more scientific using musical tones, no one ever tried to teach dolphins to speak English again. I guess not in the way that they were learning. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, skip, 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 because there's a lot of controversy about trainers now. In the years that followed, the house has fallen into disrespair. The ambition of what went on there is still remembered, blah, blah, blah. We have a small favor to ask, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so apparently the dolphin, from what I read, killed himself because he missed her so bad. What the fuck? I don't know how, but he killed himself. And they say it's because he was so distraught that he couldn't be with his partner, Lavat, anymore. So that whole thing is so sick. That was the fucking most disturbing thing I've ever read in my life. So I think that's honestly one of the grossest things that you've ever read. I cannot believe. And that was just back in the 60s, chilling in the 70s. Like I wasn't alive yet, but people are here. I gotta go fuck my dolphin. I'm going to go sleep in my upside down bed and hanging from the rafters while I go fuck a dolphin afterwards. What are y'all up to? <laughs> Ew. Y'all stressed is... me out with this. That was really gross. Like, Woo, Lord. genuinely disturbed. I know. I knew you would love it, though. I'm going to do an icebreaker and do something a little Please, bit funny. Do How something about that? that is good. It's a palate cleanser. If you yeah, will. we need a palate cleanser for sure after that. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. Let's see. <clears throat> I don't know why I add this, added this to the Google Doc, but it's funny. Please. So it's from r slash confessions. I use flour tortillas to wipe my ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> when, huh? I was ni- <laughs> when I was 19 and living with two roommates, one was always using way too much toilet paper. One day I came home to no paper in the bathroom. All I had to use was a couple of flour tortillas which happened to belong to the roommate in question i didn't want to leave shit stains on a towel it was an easy cleanup because i was able to get rid of them by using the garbage disposal i just poured this he put his shitty tortillas in the sink who 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 i hate roommates i hate roommates they're always sucky I just poured dishwashing soap in behind it and ran hot water to clean it. What? Did that probably stunk so bad too? They're probably like, "Mm, poopy. (laughs) (laughs) That was really funny. Also, I have a, a kind of like weird one. I'd like to hear your opinion on this. Read it. I'm ready. I'm taking my hoops out. This is from, uh, this is also from r slash confessions. I pretend to viciously beat my son to mess with my in-laws. Listen. Huh? <laughs> my-, <laughs> huh? my wife's parents are old school people who just don't feel human feelings. It was okay. hard for my wife growing up. They constantly think kids need more discipline and that we are too lenient with our son. They bitch to my wife constantly about this. At one point, we were over at their house and our eight-year-old son said something and they got angry since he spoke without permission or whatever nonsense runs through their heads. They also think that kids need beatings to be under control, which is absurd. My wife and I would never do that. Nope. Well, our son is now really active in theater and he's a very good actor. So he and I decided that now whenever he speaks out of turn at my wife's parents' house, I will take him into the other room and punish him. And he will scream in pain. My wife does not like this. So we were over at her parents' house this weekend and he coughed. And I immediately said, 
boy, I won't tolerate this. Oh my and God. took off my belt and led him into the guest room and shut the door. I proceeded to whip the bed with my belt while he fake screamed in pain using his best acting I've ever seen. We did this three more times over the course of the day for various minor infractions, and I've never seen my in-laws so satisfied. <laughs> my wife is annoyed that my son and I are doing this, but my son thinks that this is absolutely hilarious. He even walked with a big limp and looked fake sullen after his, quote, beating. <laughs> this is awesome. I love the fact that him and I are teaming up and doing something so yes. absurd and so ridiculous. Yes. At least it'll shut them up, too. They think it's happening. So they're like, ah, no reason now. <laughs> I I love this, too. Although I would never do this because no. if I had anybody telling me that I needed to beat my kid, I'd be like, fuck you. If that's what you, uh, if that's that's what you think, okay. then you're not going to be around my kid. Mm -hmm. But the top comment was really a really, really, really important comment because it says, just make sure to never let them watch your son alone or they will think that this is okay to do for real. Right, right. And right. I was like, that is a really good point. That is a good point. And someone else said, uh, <laughs> I saw it when I was like reading it. It was like, I was a victim of childhood abuse. And like, this was not offensive to me. I found it yeah. funny. Um, yeah, I... I I don't know. I thought that that was weird. That is weird. I, mean, I don't. Now that you say it, I think it's funny. But no, I don't think I'd ever do it because you. Yeah, the parents would get like the wrong idea and would never leave them alone because they're the going to. Like, oh, I'm the type of person. Thank you. Like what? Right. Here's the thing. I'm the type of person that I don't give a fuck about what you think when it comes to, especially my parenting. Yeah, I don't give a flying fuck what yeah. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you have opinions about what I do with my kid, that's on you. Keep it to yourself because mm -hmm. I genuinely could care less. You're wasting your breath by saying anything to me. Absolutely. Believe um, and if you are my family and you want to tell me how I'm going to run my household and how I'm going to run the way that I handle my kids and you wholeheartedly disagree with what I do. You get upset about it too. You can get the fuck away from my kids. How about that? Yeah, and because me. that makes me not trust you. Yes. And I don't yeah. trust literally anybody with my kids I except know. for like you, Joey, and my dad and Danny. I know. I know. I know. That's I'm it. Kidding. I don't trust people around my kids. No. And you know I'm a pushover when it comes to things like in life where I'm like, oh yeah, it's not that bad. But like if someone makes fun of my parenting, which I I, Joey and I were having a conversation the other day. I was like, you know, maybe we're not completely right, but I think we're pretty damn close. And if somebody told me that I was doing it wrong, you can go fuck yourself because I think we are, you know, she, we have a great kid. She's being raised yeah. perfectly healthy. Everything she's happy. Fine. She's healthy. I'm not feeding my child to make her think anything. You right. know, it's just fucking insane. Or Here's the thing me. when it comes to parenting too. <sighs> and listen, I'm guilty of this and I'm guilty of this with you what when it comes to parenting a lot of times people give unsolicited advice oh yeah All the time. and it's like i didn't fucking ask you I, I didn't ask your opinion i do that to you all the damn time because oh, i'm like bitch. i got three kids you and do? yes i don't notice genuinely well, i'm glad i'm glad i don't I, over because i don't, I, I, don't know. I, I take what you say into account because i care about you 
I don't no, I don't take it as you being like, you should do this or that. No. I, I well, I don't do it. I don't do it like that, but some people do. Have you ever gotten the <laughs> yeah. have you ever gotten like the death stare from an old lady at like a Target or a Walmart because your kid doesn't have socks on? Like a like a infant baby? Never because your kid doesn't have socks on. Whoo, bitch. Oh my god. That is like the the death stare. Come across a senior citizen woman and you've got like, say, a six month old baby mm-hmm. in the middle of the summer when it's a hundred and something degrees. And no that sock. doesn't have How socks on. How dare you? How dare you? You just want your baby dead, don't you? That's oh like god. the way that they act. They're like, oh my god. Oh, I know. I know. One time Sunny was like, she had just figured out that she could scream and she was going, Wow, like that at Target. <laughs> and some lady turned around and looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, Bitch, I'm what? sorry. She's literally a six months old being on this earth that she just figured out that she could scream. I'm sorry. What were you doing at six months old? Oh, being an annoying bitch like you are now? Shitting okay. on yourself. Turn around. You know what I mean? Like, shit, go, go fuck yourself. See, like, I don't. I just don't I give don't a play shit, that. man. People telling me. I don't me play that me. shit at all. No. At all. Oh, I stare and- right back. Did I ever tell you about that time that Sonny had a meltdown right in the middle of a parking lot when I was trying to mail that package for one of our, it was I one of our giveaway so. winners. Yeah, and some lady pulled up while I'm literally on my knees on the ground trying to help Sonny get up because I was like, please, we have to go into this store. Like, it's going right. to be okay. I was on her level and we were talking. And this lady pulls up. She goes, is everything okay right now? And I was like, yes. And I stared at her until she left. I was like, bitch, you step out of that car and we're going to have an issue. I swear to God, Sam, I'm not a mean person and I'm not a confrontational person. But the second someone calls me a bad parent or assumes that I'm doing something bad, you can go fuck yourself (laughs) all the way uptown and never come back. See, here's the thing. I love this for you. I love this kind of energy for you. But me? I am a mean person. I am a confrontational (laughs) person. And so like in moments like that, I will literally just be like, move along. Because Mm -hmm. unless you want a fucking problem, you're going to move along. That's right. That's how I felt in that moment. And I'm the last person that you want a fucking problem with. Yeah, I know. Oh, dude. There's been plenty of times that Danny has taken River to the park. So for those of you that don't know, um, uh, my oldest river is not Danny's biological child. So mm-hmm. he is her stepdad. He's been in her life since she was two. So it's going on four years since yeah. he's been in her life. Um, he And she doesn't remember a time without him, but God forbid he takes her to the park and people mm. look at, look at him like he's a weirdo. <laughs> and there was one time where Danny had to have a talk with her where she had a full-blown meltdown, kicking and screaming and yelling and saying, no, this. no, no, I don't want to go. And he had to get her into the car, like, get her into the car and buckle her in or whatever. And he was like, I was genuine. And also, my husband is a person of color. So yes. it adds a layer of scariness to it. Yeah. But it was like, he was worried that people were going to call the police on him. Uh, oh my god because oh he thought like oh people were gonna think that he was like kidnapping her or whatever and oh, he had to have, have a conversation yeah. oh he had to have, have a conversation with her about it to be like so you listen you cannot do that because people are gonna think that you are in serious trouble or that yeah, like you're away. really mm-hmm. like you can't you can't do yeah, that you're, right. you're exactly right oh my god i didn't even think about that isn't that yeah. awful 
Shouldn't have to think about it, but damn. Very well. Let's see. Oh. Let, me find, let me find something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way we're gonna get through all the content. That was one. No of fucking way. Like Twenty minutes. <laughs> and there's no way. No way. Loading, 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 loading. Let's see what's going on. All right, here we go. So this is the story about I got I almost got kidnapped by a murderer. So this is from r slash ask Reddit, and this is a comment, and it says. When I was around 10 or 11 years old, my family was on a road trip and stopped to get gas. My mom and I went inside the gas station convenience store while my dad refilled the car. My mom started chatting with a worker, so I wandered off to go look at the snacks and candy. I noticed this man who had his phone raised to his ear and was just walking slowly through the aisles. I assumed that he was trying to call someone and focus my attention on all the junk food. Shortly after, my dad came inside and was heading toward me, but as he was approaching, he was able to see the creepy man's phone screen. He was pretending to be on a phone call, but he was actually secretly videotaping me. My dad immediately yelled to the workers to call 911 and began to chase him. My dad and a worker chased him through the store, but he escaped through the back door, got into a white van that was left running, and sped off. We weren't locals, so we never found out if the police caught him or not. Well, fast forward to when I'm in college. My dad calls me up to tell me a murderer had been caught in the area. We had been visiting back then. uh, Caught in the area that we had been visiting back then. The man that had kidnapped two young girls, brought them to the woods, assaulted them, and dismembered their bodies. He was caught. He was caught because one of the girls had posted a selfie right before she went missing and he was in the background. Then my dad sent me the picture and said, that was the man that I caught filming you. I will never forget his face. Oh, my God. That was so disturbing on so many Sick, levels. Sick, right? The dismemberment. The, the fact that the videotaping... And the fact that he, okay, the chase, that would have scared the shit out of me, watching my dad do something like that. And then homeboy gets into, of course, a white van. That was left running in the back. And then now you're going to kill two girls who also had a menace. And I think I saw that somewhere. It was a really famous picture. It was like the girls in this ended up getting dismembered by the guy in the background kind of thing. And uh, I was like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. And they're like, yeah, this Snapchat proved that or proved who killed them or whatever and he was right there in the background that's fucking crazy i can't i literally cannot believe that that actually happens that people dismember other people rape them how do you i will we will never be able to fathom no i don't understand here we sit with our horror podcast where we talk about it every week and i'm still like "Eh, i I don't understand I, i don't compute it i don't get it but I have to show you the scariest thing that I saw this week. Genuinely the most terrifying thing that I saw this week. So I'm going to share my screen really quick. Is everybody ready? You're going to see like the little. Oh, there we are. There we are. Let's see. This is the most terrifying thing that I saw this week, guys. Ready? Okay. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Me. Me. (laughs) That's me. That's literally my next tattoo. 
<laughs> the, the nail holes, the fucking three prong fingers, the abs, the six back abs, the eye, the the cast down. Look at eye. look at his crown that looks like a blind. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. It's supposed to be a thorn crown, and it literally looks like a blood. <laughs> Done. It does. He, Jesus arm, got a BBL. His arm is. <laughs> Jesus got a BBL. His legs are literally like fucking noodles. His arms, his, his chest, his boobies are like his belly button. I'm what is sure. this line here? What is this? <laughs> That's his six pack abs. Uh, Why is it going across it. his arm? <laughs> Wait, what is the context of this? Is there no context? This was posted on r slash shitty tattoos or like tattoo. Oh yeah, r slash shitty tattoos. I thought you were going to say stick and poke. Remember, we're a part of that subreddit, too. Those are good. Oh, I am part of that subreddit. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that one definitely took the cake. That should have been the fucking highlight. That should have been the thumbnail. That should have been. That would have been the one. Everyone would have been like, huh? What's that? Y'all. Okay, wait. I'll show my photo and we'll be done. Okay. I got to share my screen. Let me see if I can scroll down. I'll, I'll um, share it. Is it in the... Sam's going to hate this one. Megalophobia. Oh, Have you ever seen Tokyo from a bird's eye view? Because no, and I know I'm not going to like it. You're going to hate it. It's endless. Does it need to be muted? Uh, no. I think it's okay. It doesn't work. Look at that. Can you see that at all? What? It just keeps going. Look at all those little buildings. I, I look at the mountain in the background. I know, and it just keeps going all the way to the mountain. <coughs> I don't like that. I cannot process this. Like Richmond to me is big, right? Tokyo yeah. is literally—I've never—it's a metropolis. It's what? like I'm so disturbed. I can't I, wrap my brain around this. God, this is too much of a mind fuck. Honestly, it it's, does, it's and too it too honestly triggers my, my um trichophobia a little bit because it's like little dots everywhere. Right. But thinking about those and they're like actual buildings with actual people inside of them. It's too much. It's too yeah. stressful. I don't like that. I don't like that. Actually, <laughs> I don't like that. And that's I don't like that. I, like that. <laughs> I I'll I'll do a TikTok because I have one TikTok. Please. Okay. And it's about King's Dominion. Ooh, oh, wait, I had one about Bush Gardens. That's really weird. Oh, really? Oh, yes, I did. I can still do it if you want me to. All right, let's do it. King's Dominion one. Hold on, let me. Uh, I'm gonna find that Bush Gardens one more. I put it in the mist doc. Okay. Anything that I didn't use today, I'm just gonna put in the mist doc. Yeah, right. snap it. Can you push it through? <clears throat> yeah, there we go. All right. Oh lord, oh lord, not the Eiffel Tower. The craziest incidences that have happened at King's Dominion in September of 1983, the Galaxy Coaster ran and then returned to the station and when it did in the very last seat a 13 year old named daniel watkins was found slumped over unconscious and bloody he passed away shortly after but no state officials or federal officials ever looked into his death so no one knows what exactly happened what autopsy revealed that daniel passed away from a significant head injury a spokesperson for the park did say that what most likely happened is that he was standing up when he wasn't supposed to be and hit his head on a support beam um 
the seats did not have like lap bars, seatbelts, nothing. The park settled with the family for an undisclosed amount, but Galaxy was shut down and was replaced by Shockwave, which we will be talking about in a few minutes. In August of 1986, 32-year-old Larry Lucas took an elevator to the upper level of the Eiffel Tower, climbed the nine-foot curved steel retention barrier, and jumped to his death. What? Really sad. And following that incident, the observation deck was closed. In April of 1995, a massive brawl broke out right in front of the Johnny Burgers restaurant, which resulted in five young men being stabbed. The park declined to comment on what caused the incident or who the suspect is or anything, but it was rumored that a security guard said that it was gang related. One of these men required hospitalization and surgery, but they all survived. In August of 1999, 20-year-old Timothy Fan was riding Shockwave, which, as you can kind of see, was a stand-up roller coaster when he fell to his death. When <gasps> the ride returned, it was determined that the restraints were still secured, nothing had malfunctioned, everything looked fine on the roller coaster. So the death was attributed to misbehavior by the rider. And despite the family's attorney coming out and speaking on it, he said, quote, this thing is going 50 miles per hour. You're subject to centrifugal force. How are you going to get yourself wriggled out? Is this Harry Houdini here? Uh, no lawsuit was filed, and the ride remained open until 2015 when it was replaced by delirium. In okay. July of 2012, 48-year-old Denise King was found unresponsive when her car returned following a ride on the Dominator. This is the one that you can that see from the highway. like episode, and autopsy later confirmed uh, that the cause of death was a brain aneurysm. This ride remains Damn. open today. I'm shook by the guy that jumped off the fucking Eiffel Tower. I stood in front of that yeah. this Christmas with Sunny. Really? <laughs> okay, in the Johnny Rockets, I was literally sitting there with Fefe eating French fries this past Oh my December. god. Ah, I'm scared. Look like, at that girl. It's the same girl. It's the same girl. Look on her profile and see oh, if okay. you can find Shout out to uh, Criminology coffee. and Coffee. Criminology and Coffee. What, what did you title it in the doc? Actually, I didn't go. Oh, is it in the are you going to the misc doc? Oh yeah, I can. Yeah, um, I think I put it. There you go, guys. Oh yeah, yeah. It should be down at the very bottom where it says Bush Gardens shocking happenings. Okay, here we go. Uh, excuse All me. All right, you guys liked when I did this with Disney, so let's talk about some unusual shit that's happened at Bush Gardens. This episode is just going to be the Virginia one. I'll do the Florida one in a different episode. In That's August where we live, by the way. Yes. year-old mother, Valerie Denise Hayward, threw her four-month-old infant onto <gasps> the tracks underneath the monorail at Bitch. one of the hospital yes. loading stations. A monorail employee noticed the baby and immediately shut down the operation. The baby was injured but survived the fall. Valerie what initially the said that the baby slipped, but because of how high the fence was, it just... That didn't make sense. And she eventually confessed that what happened is she was in an argument with the baby's father and to prove to him that uh, the baby wasn't his and that she could do whatever she wanted with the baby, she threw the what baby. The Both fuck? Valerie and the child were charged with child neglect and endangerment, but I couldn't find out what actually happened or like if they served jail time or anything. This is the Loch Ness Monster roller coaster. Oh, one of my favorites. And it used to have an effect where mist would spray in your face. But in June of 1993, two riders, Carol Sumner and Brian Jacobs, rode the ride and said that this blinded them. They filed a lawsuit for $5,000 each for great pain of body and mind and extreme humiliation. 
In August of 1996, a 39-year-old man was in the two-foot area of the wave pool at Water Country and randomly got shot in the back. He apparently didn't even until an employee noticed blood pouring down his back. Police apparently said they didn't think that the shot came from inside the park and the guy recovered. His name wasn't released, though, so I can't find out, like, if he sued the park or anything because of the incident. In March of 2003, a contractor named Bill Lennon was hired to help paint the Big Bad Wolf. He was on a high-reach vehicle painting up here, and the vehicle overturned. He was deceased before anyone could get to him. (gasps) Right? Oh, my God. Big Bad Wolf was 110 feet tall. In August of 2010, there was a storm going on. And some of the rides had started to close because of lightning and stuff that was getting closer. But the park decided to keep this roller coaster, the Griffin, open, even oh, though Griffin. I've never been on that. Things were looking good one. Out. The storm picked up a 14 foot inflatable from the park and it flew into the Griffin and sent <laughs> five people to the hospital. Ooh, I just thought bitch. that was crazy. You know, they all That's probably wild. too. Isn't that wild? It's Dark also Bruce wild was so much more disturbing. I never want to go to King's Dominion again. Oh my God, Sam just clicked out. Um, before she comes back, I'm going to go ahead and read the chat a little bit because we've kind of been ignoring y'all tonight. I'm sorry. Uh, we've just been so into this content. It's been wild from start to finish. Let me tell you, if you join late, uh, you need to go back and listen to some of this shit. <laughs> Oopsie. I do it too. It's okay. <laughs> I was going to read the chat and see what everyone said because I haven't really been paying attention. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I closed um, the wrong tab. Let's see. Going back to when we were talking about uh, kids and being raised or people of color that have children that are not the same mm-hmm. race as them. Susan says, in the native community I grew up in, almost all of adults felt the freedom to correct our behavior. We had to behave or hide. Mm. That was a that was the same when we were talking about um how to discipline your kids. <clears throat> David said, I got here late, but regarding Danny's incident at the park reminds me of a time I took Ruby, his daughter, to the bathroom at the grocery store. And when we came out, these two women were screaming at me for being a pervert, for taking my own kid to the bathroom. It was too little to go alone. What the what? That's so weird because, you know, like I am I'm the person that if if I'm with my kid, no matter their gender. Uh, and I take my kid to the bathroom. They're going to mm-hmm. go into the women's bathroom with me because Absolutely. that's what I identify mom as. Mm-hmm. And if my husband takes my kids to the bathroom, he, I, well, he, he's not binary, but yep. um, he is very mass presenting. Mm-hmm. He's going to take our kids to the, to the men's bathroom. Yep. Yep. Because if, there's there's, wrong with it. if no. there's, if they're three years old, they cannot go into the bathroom. So what? what is it? Like, my husband is going to walk into the women's bathroom and yeah. potentially make a woman uncomfortable from being in, for being in the women's bathroom or take my kid into the men's bathroom because I have all three girls. Mm-hmm. Take my kid into the men's bathroom so that she can use the bathroom and then leave and I, know. I, I don't what know what option do you have i know this it's is like, also why i really prefer gender neutral bathrooms or family me bathrooms too. me fucking too it's so it just much easier best work out of everything it's just there's a toilet in there there's a urinal on the wall call it a day you exactly know? you know there's nothing wrong with that and my mom always took my brothers into the bathroom when she when they were probably like you know no older than maybe six but yeah, yeah, like you have to sometimes. What are you gonna do? Send your six year old into the bathroom alone? What are you gonna do? You know, maybe if you stood yeah. outside, but still, I don't know. What are you gonna do when you have like toddlers and shit? Oh yeah, when they're three. Yeah, 
Yeah. What are you going to do? Four? Can you imagine being like, Arrow, just go to the bathroom and we'll be right out yeah, here. Right. I don't want to upset anyone by going into the wrong bathroom. Okay. Whatever. Suck my dick. All right. Susan says, I chased a known predator out of our public park, public park with a softball bat. Very satisfying. I love you, Susan. You're so classic. Classic so says, bad. I adore your ferocity. I bet you she was talking to you when we were talking about <laughs> us being movie moms. Uh, please. Uh, David and then quality. Oh, uh, thank you, Spencer. Quality episode. That's great. Uh, Susan says the scariest thing I saw this week was a decrepit racist on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Who? Okay, oh, hold up. Here, Wait, can we talk about how Taylor Swift is dating Maddie from 1975 right now? Bitch, and he I, don't, I do not like Taylor Swift. Enough? No, he, he fucking jerks off to racist porn. That's like a category. Did you know that? I Wait, never even knew no. that. Who it being degrading or racist to people of color is a category on i guess sex what the right fuck now. i know i was like huh <clears throat> i see oh this is a swimsuit issue what is it uh, it's martha stewart oh i no, but it oh okay i was right she's right is she racist i thought i think she is i think her and paula dean <sighs> were both up there for a while but Remember that? Paula Dean was saying that. I thought she was night. friends with Snoop Dogg. I did too. Maybe my she's whole life is falling apart. She's Listen. apparently the oldest sex symbol uh, of our time, and she's also the oldest cover girl on that on the Sports Illustrated magazine. Ever. Martha Stewart is Martha a Stewart. sex symbol. That's what they said, and she apparently knows it and loves that. So love that for her. But if she's a racist, oh well. She's shit. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> We're going on record and fuck just them kids. Fuck you too. Fuck them kids and fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. These people are probably like, oh my god, everyone. I'm so me. sorry, guys. I'm you know what, guys? I, I just apologize for everything. This whole episode. I apologize for everything. Go away! I don't want you to <laughs> go away. <laughs> Look at you with your stupid lime green I'm yeti. Such a nerd. <laughs> My boobs are hanging out. Show them your new Yeti. Joey got a new Yeti this Another week. one. Another one. It's the lime green. He's uh, in one of those groups. It's canopy green. Oh, excuse me. He's in literally a Yeti collecting group. Someone will buy this, swear to God, for how much? If uh, you, if they well, were looking for it and it wasn't on one, sale. nothing crazy because it's still available. Because it's still available, but when but it goes off. My most expensive cup, probably a few hundred bucks. That's psycho. It's a metal That's cup. For a cup? It's hey, a cup. Hey, and hey. the paint chips off. Haven't you seen his don't, orange one? It, Joey's like, but the orange. <laughs> the king the player, crab the orange. Game. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> hate the player. Don't hate the player. Hate the game, baby. What is this? Toby Max. Listen, son? Katie. Listen, Katie. I'm going to call you out while Joey's right there. Y'all need to figure out the dog situation because yes. y'all don't come on vacation. Well, well be... luckily, Mom Katie's said... got an hour long drive with Faye tomorrow. Kill me now. I Listen, Katie. She broke her arm. You won't have to figure it out. We love you, Fei Fei. We love you, Fei Fei. I think she said she was going to watch tonight. What is? It? Oh, she probably is. Love you, Fei. Love you, Fei. We have to ask you a question. Fei is literally so close to my heart. Like y'all, y'all don't even know. Asking her. And Sam and I have already discussed like sneaking the dogs in, but Keith literally signed. It's not an option. Yeah, it's just not. Well, yeah, yeah, I figured that. Okay, well, I was thinking maybe we could lean on that, but no, no. I don't know what we're gonna do. Like, no. 
broke her arm and I feel so bad to watch the dogs. I can't. Whatever. We'll figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Somehow we're going to make this happen. I don't know how, but we've been planning on this vacation for too fucking long. It can't not go down. Literally six months. Yeah. Anyway. We love you guys. Leave us a review wherever you listen. Uh, go on Spotify and Apple specifically because those those little those little suckers they love those reviews. It, bo- it boosts us in the algorithm a yeah. little bit. So yeah, and if you guys like we're gonna play, be, let us know. What since we're gonna be gone next week? Follow Katie on TikTok because she's actually consistent. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Two Ghouls Podcast. Katie's personal TikTok is at Horrifying Person. Yes, uh, she she is literally the only one that's active on there. Yeah, and I'm t- Sam's probably gonna be in my TikToks. I hope probably. probably so if you guys want to keep up with us while we're on vacation, follow us on Instagram at Two Ghouls yep. Podcast. Follow Katie on her personal on TikTok at Horrifying mm-hmm. Person. Um. Ooh. Come to and our ghoul can- friends group on Facebook because we'll show we're, we'll still be yep. sharing memes and stuff like that there. Always, always. Anything. And else? we'll see you on Monday for Ugmug Monday. Monday or hear you Monday or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Come join us at Ugmug Monday. Anyway, we love you guys. We will see you uh, two weeks from now. Bye. Bye.